What's happening, everybody? Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Been a little off today. Daylight savings time's got me. Oh, yeah, me too. But this is the good one, if you ask me. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You just feel off, even though you probably don't. Yeah. We're just told we should feel off, so we do. <laughs> no, man, I, feel I don't off. like daylight savings time. I've, I've never been a fan of it. I wish we could just stay consistent. You know, we turned our clocks back. Most Americans don't like it. I think the story was almost 70% of Americans want to get rid of it. And it's the one thing that both parties can agree on politically, yet no one does anything about it, which is mm-hmm. wild to me. Like, let's do something about it. Some, there are states that don't have daylight savings time, they do just fine. So uh, we're back at it. There are foods, too. They're saying now that it's getting darker, these are the foods that we'll be eating more because when it gets darker earlier, we snack more because it seems later. Yeah, it makes sense. Because we have dinner at night, mm-hmm. and it stays night longer while we're awake, so we keep eating more and more food. Here we go. Candy, popcorn, chips, cookies, and ice cream. Yeesh. Wow. Those yeah. are the ones we yeah. <laughs> Basically every bad thing you don't want to eat. That's dinner. Yeah, so... I just, I'm just not a fan of the next few months. I don't like the cold weather. I don't like it getting dark earlier. I get seasonal mild depression, I think, because I just don't like any of it. I don't want to go outside. I hate coats. I hate having to wear socks. I wear slides to work every day. Now I have to put on socks and then slides or tennis shoes. Man, you're not doing well, huh? I hate hate it. I hate it. It really is the one thing that puts me in a sour mood. So until, what, March? Consider me sad. <laughs> That's wow. a long ways yeah. away. <laughs> Consider me sad until March. No I, part of you likes the coziness none. and the season and Zero. like Zero. I hate cold. And, and I look at people who live in some of our favorite cities, Boston. Mm. Especially Boston, where our show does well. And I, I'm like, how do you live? North Dakota. It's cold. Iowa. Mm-hmm. You're a different breed of person than I am. I, I would like to move south from where I live right now. If I was a bird, I'd be. I'd migrate. I would. I'd just stay migrated. <laughs> so we are here. I'm going to try not to talk about this much today, but it does put me in a sour mood to start the show. That's it. I said what I said. Anybody else want to say anything before I move on? No, man. Yeah. I, I hope it gets better for you. Yeah, I, I love this you. season. There's always a heater. You know. I like coats. <laughs> yeah. Amy's the outlier. She's scared to scream that she likes coats. <laughs> I hate coats. My closet, like my blankets. closet's too full right now. Yeah. Because I've moved the sweatshirts back over. Ugh. So now it's like pfft, all, the closet, <laughs> all the shirts are squished together. Yeah. It's hard. Oh. I don't even know how people did this back in the day. It's time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Hello. Bobby Bones. My husband and I have a favorite restaurant we go to every Thursday night. We rarely miss a week there. We've made friends with a number of the staff, and this restaurant is basically our cheers where everybody knows our names. We'd like to do something special for all the staff with Christmas coming up, but we aren't sure what would be best to do. Do we do a large tip for everyone? Do we do something else? We know you worked in the service industry previously and also give great gifts, so any input would be greatly appreciated. Love the show, Danielle in Kansas. It's a great question. I think it's something a lot of people don't think about. Because a lot of people can't afford to go to just give their favorite restaurant, you know, money. Um, But here's the thing about working in the service industry or, heck, anywhere. Cash is king. If you can get people cash, get people cash. The problem is you may not know everybody at the restaurant. There may be too many people at the restaurant. I don't know. I would definitely individualize to those servers and bartenders that you know the best. I would definitely say, hey, Chris, here, here's 50 bucks. Thank you. This has been awesome. 
Same. I would individualize it like that if you could. And then maybe just send the kitchen, who you may not know as well, a gift to split amongst themselves. When you say cash due gift cards, like Visa gift cards, does that count too? A Visa gift card would because that feels yeah, like cash. Yeah, it's used everywhere, yeah. But like a gift card to Home Depot, although great, not the same. Yeah, gotcha. no, no. Don't do that. Yeah. I would just though I would just say cash is the king and give them cash if you can. You put it in an envelope. Like you can make it mm-hmm. make them feel special. Just like you would tip anybody else in your life that works servicey for you. Because you get that whole list, like your garbage person. You're supposed to tip them. Your mailman, your hair person. I don't know my garbage person. I know. Yeah. I don't, I don't even see them. I wouldn't know them if they walked in the room because when they pick up my garbage, I'm at work. That's the interesting one for me. And they say, hey, tape it on your trash can. And it's like anybody could come by and take it. Yeah. <laughs> Which. Or what if they don't see it and they throw it away? What? what it's it, dangerous. Exactly. But like I do tip my hair person at the end of the year. There are people like that. But I would say if you can give them cash, if they mean so. You don't. Also, don't feel like you have to give the whole restaurant cash. You can if you want to, but you can give cash to the people that are that work Thursday every nights, Thursday that, night yeah. that really helps you that is coming to your life and has made your Thursday nights better. You could do that. So, but it is getting to that season where I have to do a bet on here's who you should tip, and then Lunchbox gets mad. He goes, <laughs> "I ain't tipping nobody," and we're like, "Well, it's up to you who you tip and who you don't." But that's the sitch. I mean, the recycle guy leaves a note on my recycle bin every year. Hey, this is Ronnie, the recycle guy. Just envelope for if you want to leave a tip. No, dude. See, that would be easy. I wish my trash guy but would why? do that. You're just doing I'd your put, job. I'd put twenty bucks in there. I would, but I'm afraid I would just throw twenty bucks away if I did that in a different capacity. I just lay it on top of the trash. Yeah, risky, dude. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Thank you for the email. We hope that helps. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Got this voicemail last night from Ashley. Y'all, I have the funniest video that was on our local news here in Vider, Texas, where this guy had been running. He had warrants and had been running from the police. They couldn't catch him. Well, they knocked on his door on Halloween and said, trick or treat. And this idiot opened the door. So I thought it'd be the perfect bonehead story. It's on KSDM Channel 12 News in Bider, Texas. That's That's funny. funny. Here's the news clip, too. We pulled it. Trick or treat. Body camera footage. Come out, John. Come out. John. This coming from Vider Police on the night of Halloween. Vider PD devised a plan to execute a felony warrant arrest. The plan, as you can see, was to knock on the door and say trick or treat. Hilarious. (laughs) Hilarious. What an idiot. It reminds me of when they're like, hey, you want a free DVD player? Come on, pick it up. And it's like people that have warrants out for their arrest and they show up. (laughs) They got a big smile on their face. And they're like, no, now you're arrested, you idiot. Mm hmm. See, that's the kind of voicemail we like. I Got thought him. in the audio he'd be like, ooh, police officers. Nice costume, guys. That's funny, too. <laughs> that good. You? Heck. I think you should close it out with your That's Your Bonehead Story of the Day, Lunchbox. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. <laughs> Thanks for the voicemail, Ashley. That's awesome. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30-second skinny. Congratulations to Runaway June's Jennifer Wayne. Her and her husband Austin are expecting their first child together in April, a little girl named Lily Maria Moody. Deanna Carter talked about the 25th anniversary of her debut album featuring two special releases of her songs, Strawberry Wine and Did I Shave My Legs for This with special guests. The artist on Strawberry and Shave for the new tracks, the re-recorded versions for the 25th anniversary, Super special. We have Lauren Elena, Martina McBride, 
Ashley McBride, Kylie Morgan, Sarah Evans, Terry Clark, and Vince Gill on guitar. Dan and Shay just released a Christmas song. Dan talked about the inspiration behind it. One day we sat down to write it and it just sort of poured out of us. It was just the soundtrack for folks going out, families, friends, going to the to a Christmas tree farm or going to a store down the street and picking out a Christmas tree. So that's uh, that's how this song came about. We're so excited about it and uh, hopefully it brings a little joy this holiday season. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Police in Kingsport, Tennessee are participating in No Shave November, otherwise known as Movember. Movember, yeah. To raise money to support cancer prevention, research, and education. Why this is a story is normally the employees of of the Kingsport Police Department are held to a strict conservative standard of appearance, which means no real facial hair. Mm. Each participating employee pays into a fund that will be donated to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, and an independent physician's organization in the town has offered to match the donation up to $5,000. So pretty cool that they're getting involved. They can lax the rules, and then someone is matching that as well. Reminds me of the Yankees. You know, you can't have a, a facial hair or long hair plan for the Yankees, really. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Oh, so each team that. gets to make their own rules? Yeah. Anyway, shout out to the police in Kingsport, Tennessee. Wanted to share that story with you guys. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Dr. Lori. We get to interview a lot of cool people on this show, and I'm telling you, I've looked forward to this interview as much as anybody in the past six months or so. Dr. Lori, it is a, a pleasure. I am so excited to talk to you today. Hey, aren't you nice? It's nice to see you. How are you? I'm good. And I want to describe to our listeners at home, as I look at Dr. Lori, she's sitting at a table, and on this table, it looks like a lot of Beanie Babies. Now, are those Beanie Babies that you have in front of you, Dr. Lori, are those Beanie Babies that are worth a lot of money? These are the Beanie Babies that actually once belonged to my nieces, who are now in their late 20s, early 30s. And no, these are not particularly valuable ones. These are what I might consider, if I were appraising them, run of the mill. <laughs> <laughs> so in a, a second, people might have them. In a but second, I asked my nieces if they would share some with me because I told them I'm going to be with Bobby Bones, and they said we'll send you our Beanie Babies, Aunt Lori. So there you go. I love it. She's putting on white gloves right now too. This is. I feel <laughs> yeah. like I'm about to get a proctology appointment, but still, this is awesome. Okay, so before I'm not that kind of doctor, Bobby. <laughs> bef- before we get into the actual appraisal and the story of these. Yeah. Beanie Babies, you are a PhD. Dr. Lori holds a PhD from Penn State University and presents 150 antique appraisal events every year, reviewing approximately 20,000 items every single year. How in the world did you get into this and make this your specialty? I worked in museums. I used to be a professor at Penn State and other universities, and people would always ask me, hey, can you tell me how much this is worth? Can you tell me how much that is worth? You know, friends and, and family and extended people. And uh, I would always be looking it up and finding out and doing this research. So I said, gee, you know, I could probably teach a lot of people what they actually have and what it's really worth. So we started this this show and I've been doing that since 1998 on the road. Man, I, yeah. I'm, I'm the in, appraisal love with, show. in love with the idea of it. I'm just so fascinated by what you do. If someone hires you to check out their items or they say, hey, please yeah. check it out. I would like to know one story of each where someone thought they had something so valuable and you're like, Ooh, not so much. And then the other thing where they bring something in and they're like, well, it may be worth a couple bucks. And it was like, wow, it's way more than that. Can you give me a couple of those? I can give you a couple of those. Uh, I'm at a big event in the Midwest and a guy comes in and he brings a bowl canning jar about, you know, bowl canning jar that you're going to can tomatoes or peaches or something glass. And it says bowl on it. And then it says 
1858. So I, he shows it to me and I tell him, oh, well, you know, you got this ball canning jar and it's worth about six bucks. And he says, no, it's not. It's the best one. It's the first one. What do you mean? It says 1858 on it. I said, the company's established in 1858. <laughs> the ball canning jar is not worth more than six. Times. So he was mad at me. But, you know, I make some friends. I break some hearts. I make some millionaires. You know what it is. And then the other one that I remember on the other side of your question, Bobby, is, in fact, uh, a gentleman who drove 10 hours to one of my events. He drove from Rhode Island to Virginia, where I was appearing. He said, Dr. Laura, you got to see this painting because I bought it for $275. And I think it might be a re the real thing. And I said, well, it is the real thing. It was a real Renoir painting. It was worth more than $2 million. Oh, my goodness. Auction house missed it. And he knew that I would know what it was. So, yeah. And I have seen I've met America, Bobby. You know how this is. I've talked to them. I've seen their objects. I've been able to hear their stories of their family heirlooms. It's been a wonderful ride. <laughs> that story is unbelievable. So yeah. do they, yeah. like this guy, does he come to you and hire you or do you get a cut? Do, you know, no, oh, oh. no, see, I, I'm an appraiser who does not broker. So I don't, I don't do that. But a lot of people do. I don't do that. I only appraise and people like want to talk to me because of my art history background, my museum experience. And of course, my experience appraising all these different objects all the time. So the Beanie Babies came that way too. Some of our most popular appraisals actually are video calls now. People are doing everything through, of course, video calls and uh, all different types of uh, communication. So uh, whether it's FaceTime or whether you're doing it on Zoom or however, you can you can show me your stuff, whether you're cleaning out an estate or you're looking at Beanie Babies. Do you have anything extremely valuable in your personal collection, Dr. Laurie? Um, I have, uh, I am a person like most girls who like a little bit of jewelry, Bobby. <laughs> so, you know, I have, I have a couple of things that are very important to me sentimentally. Uh, my mother's wedding ring is one of those things. What about for people who are buying things online? How can generally, how can they keep themselves from being scammed? Not for like a million dollar painting, but just for if you're buying, you know, nostalgia that they're promising you is real. I mean, some people take me shopping with them. So, you know, while they go shop, they say, hey, can you look at this auction for me before I actually buy something? But if you want to look just, you know, general terms, you have to understand how photography works because, you know, a lot of those pictures can be doctored. So you have to think about that. You should really know a little bit of background about the objects that you're looking for. So if you're saying, oh, I want to collect uh, Lincoln, you know, portraits of Abraham Lincoln, you should really know what he looks like at different times of his life. You know, that kind of thing. So a little bit of research will go a long way. And if it looks like it's too good to be true, it probably is. On with us now, Dr. Lori, Ph.D., Antiques Appraiser. Her, her name on Instagram is at Dr. Lori V, letter V. When we come back in one second, she's going to look at my Beanie Babies. They're my, it's, my, it's my most prized collection that I just came into about a, two weeks ago. But Dr. Lori's going to look at some Beanie Babies. If, it, if they're worth anything at all, I'm going to be pumped. If they're worth nothing, I'm going to be pumped. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm telling you, Dr. Lloyd, I, don't, I expect nothing, but I, I came into such a robust collection for very cheap, yeah. and I started giving away to listeners just as a fun little treat here on the show. And then nice. uh, I wanted to see if any of them were worth anything. So we'll come right back with Dr. Lori. This is, again, one of my favorite is Garth, Dr. Lori, George Strait. <laughs> In that order. Oh, my God. Yes, that's right. Oh, my God. Showtime, baby! Yeah. So, here's what happened. A couple weeks ago, 
I, uh, someone on the show noticed two of our guys out selling Beanie Babies on the street, trying to make a couple bucks, which to me was offensive because I pay them well, Dr. Lori. I don't know why they're out <laughs> trying to sell Beanie Baby from the back of a car. And so I tell Ray, our producer, what do you have? And he, he has a ton of Beanie Babies. I said, I'll give you 100 bucks for the whole package, the whole two, two trash bags of them. Me thinking I'm just going to give them away as gifts to listeners because I don't think I'm in the Beanie Baby game to make any money. I have right. so many, though, that I thought – is there a chance that any of them are worth anything? So just know that all in, I paid $100 for all these Beanie Babies. And so I have pulled uh, some of the ones that we think could have a value. And up first, should I hold it up? Yeah, okay. hold it up. Uh, up first. This you is- are doing, Bobby, you are doing what everybody in America does, does. I can't even tell you. So many people will say that to me. They'll say, I just pulled the ones that I think might be valuable based on my research, which is all over the place on the internet if you tried to do this research, you know? Yeah. So I'm an idiot, you're saying. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> God, no, 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 no. Okay, no. so this but, is but you're, a lot of people are doing what you're doing. This is Cubby, and these are the original from 1993. This is Cubby. It's a brown bear okay. that lays on its belly. What can you tell me about this one? All right, let's talk a little bit about Cubby. On his hang tag, which is the heart shaped tag, that tag should not be creased. There should be no odor. There should be no stains. That tag should, in <laughs> fact, say the original Beanie Baby. And make sure there are not two eyes in the word original on the front of that tag where it says tie. Beanie Baby Original. Oh, it does say original. Beanie Baby yep. Original. O R I G. One there. Wait. What do you mean two eyes? Well, O R I I G. Sometimes oh, okay. they have a, an error and they have two eyes. But do they do that on purpose? I think a lot of them are actually. Some of them were purposeful. Some of them were not. Mm-hmm. Some were just manufacturing errors and such. Hi, so, Amy. Hi. <laughs> there are two eyes, but they're not together. Like original is just spelled with two eyes. So there's no error. Um, right. So it says original Beanie Baby. It's there's no odor. Maybe me a little bit, but there's no odor on Cubby the bear. <laughs> okay. And on on the Tush tag, which is the tag that's attached to the bottom, it should say handmade in. It should say Cubby, and then underneath Cubby, it should say handmade in China. Got it. Underneath that, it should say 1993. Uh, let's see. Not, yep, 1993 T1. Under, yeah. Underneath that, it should say polyester fiber and PVC pellets. Polyester fiber and PVC pellets. Oh, yep. my gosh. There you go. Oh yeah. Okay. So that's a good one. That is one of the original nine. And there's a lot of them out there. Original right? nine. But the, orig- What's the, but the original nine that were first introduced in 1993 are more valuable than many of the others. After the original nine, the next bunch that you want to look for are bears, general bears. I don't care what it is. If it looks like a bear, that's what you want. So Cubby here, his birth date on the hang tag, okay, which okay. is the first pop hag. Yeah, yeah. It is uh, it, 11. Is that 1994. It's 11, 14, 93. <gasps> okay, so that's unusual because usually you have a 94 oh, tag with a 93, <laughs> with a 93 piece. So value on this one's going to be about $250. Come on! Come on! That's just one so far. Let's Ray has got to be freaking one. out. You're going to be a millionaire. Oh, my goodness. Ray, what are your thoughts? I'm one Beanie Baby in, baby, and I'm already winning. 
I'm excited. This is awesome radio. I don't own them anymore. They're yours, dude. Okay, okay. I like okay. that. He hates himself. All right. Yeah, he's Poof. definitely. Oh, he's a nice guy. Ray's a nice guy. He thinks, okay. He's okay. Crying okay. All right. <laughs> Dr. Lori, let's do. Oh, my. I cannot oh, believe that. I blew out my ears bet, screaming. Don't bet they're all going to be that. Okay. Go you, easy. All right, all right. Let's do. <laughs> I feel like uh, anything that looks like a bear. Let's do Patty. <laughs> anything that looks like a bear. He's like, get the bear. Patty the platypus is one of the original nine. There's And the original on the eye is spelled as it should. Okay. Are there any other errors? For example, on the back of the hang tag um, is the word surface. It'll say surface wash. Does that have an R in the word surface it, on the hang tag, which is the heart shaped tag? The, oh, up wait, top. Up Come top. on, Bobby, learn the tag. I know. I'm, I'm looking at all kinds of tags. <laughs> so I'm looking and it says date of birth 1693. Um, where, okay. where, where does it say surface? Usually on the back of that tag, it will say surface. Uh-oh. It might say surface wash. On the back of the tag, though, there is a, uh, it's kind of been torn. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Is the tag torn? Yeah. Oh, wow, wow, Bobby. That's not good. Crash mm. <laughs> okay. it. Really? No, no odors, no stains, right? It does say surface wash, but the back of the tag is torn. Okay. All right. That's okay. So let's see. On the tush tag, on the tush tag, does <laughs> it say Polyester fiber and PVC pellets, and is the is Patty the platypus made in China? Polyester fiber and PVC pellets, and it is made in come on, uh, made in China. Oh, okay. okay. It says handmade in so, China. Then it says Oak Brook, Illinois. Two two things down. That's right. That should say that. That's correct. <laughs> so value on that one's going to be about two hundred dollars. This is classic Bobby. This is right the greatest here. day of my life. Classic, classic Bobby. This oh, yeah. is Bobby written all over Let's it. Let's do a couple more. Let's do a couple more. Okay, Dr. Laura, you see, uh, if, if we can show in, in front of me, Eddie, can we show her my table here? Yes. Dr. Laura, which of these would you like me to grab? You, I'm just well, is, the, is the princess bear there? Yes. yes, it is. Is she there? Let's talk about her a little oh, bit. Let goodness. me give you a little bit of insight of what folks should do, right? Okay. So, you know, because you may have some, you may have others. This is the princess, di- or I call her the princess bear. She's the princess bear and she's a memorial fundraiser. You do a lot of, a lot of things for a lot of charities. You know, you're a good guy. And this was a fundraising situation for the memorial fund for Princess Diana after her death. She died on August 31st of 1997. So this bear comes out and the, on, there's a poem on the hang tag. There's no date or birth on the hang tag. And then on the tush tag, princess uh, should have certain characteristics that you're looking for. First of all, uh, before we get to tags, I'm sorry, Bobby, before we get to tags, I know you're becoming a tag expert pretty fast, but um, first of all, I want you to look at the bear and see where that the rose has a little stem. It should go almost right to her belly button, that stem of that rose. It does, it curves right in there. Yeah, that rose stem should be actually, the stem should be green and not white. Is your stem green? Yes, I'm I'm colorblind, but it looks as if that's green. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, and then the other thing about it is those eyes, the two eyes are looking straight at you. Like if you if you were to hold it up to me, are those eyes even? Some of the Beanie Baby eyes are not even. I would say they're even. I mean, what do you think? Are those eyes even? Yes. Yes. Oh, man. You want to look? Here? Let, let's let her look at it. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, it looks, that looks good. All right. And then different color noses also come into it, but that's in different bears, not on this bear. So, a couple of things. You don't have the cape. You don't have the crown. You oh. only have a ribbon. She once had a cape and a crown too. 
And there should be a poem on the hang tab. The ribbon should be purple. There is, there is. Okay. And then only a poem, no dates. And then on the tush tag, it should say princess, handmade in China. Princess, handmade in China, 1997. Polyester fiber and PE pellets. Polyester fiber and PE pellets. Oh my gosh. 1997. 1997. Oh! T-Y Inc. Yeah, that's all that all that's accurate. <laughs> He's yelling already. <laughs> Value on that one today. Now, don't scream. Let me finish my sentence before you all scream. Oh. So, value on that one today is $175. However, oh. next year is the 25th anniversary of Princess Diana's death. I would not sell that thing this year. I would wait until early August next year and I'd ride the press wave so you can make the most money off that piece next year during the 25th anniversary. Okay, now you can yell. Hold on, speculate for me. What do you think I can get for it next August? Okay. I think you can get $500. Let's go. I mean, is Ray still alive in there? Raymundo, as we finish talking with Dr. Lori, oh, which, by the way, follow her on Instagram at Dr. Lori V. Visit her website, drlorev.com. Raymundo, just in the ones that she has, I've profited what's going to look like all, all in about a thousand bucks. Like, how do you feel? Well, I guess I've just thought of the way to explain it to my wife and my wife's mother and just say, hey, I mean, I helped you guys sell your vehicle. I helped sell the Barbie dolls. I failed at the Beanie Babies, but I made us 100 Who's to say people are going to pay you for that? Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. Until you sell them, there's, I've still made the $100. You haven't. So. Well, now, Ray makes a very good point. I got to make this point because it is what the market will bear. And these are based, my values are based on actual sales records where pieces have sold. So if they, it's not, oh, it's a list price. So this is what people are paying. Now, people can list them at thousands of dollars and never have them sell at that. This is what piece that people have sold, bought them for. That's what my values are based on, actual sales records. And don't forget that, you know, on Dr. Lori Live on my YouTube channel, people can show me their objects live just like you did. And I'll, of course, appraise those objects. I don't care what it is, Beanie Babies or anything else. I'm happy to do that, too. Okay, there she is. Dr. Lori. <laughs> yeah. wow. Hey, thank you for your time. This has been so much fun. And uh, hopefully, I mean, I think it, we should hop on with her every year or so and just yes. get her on the air. She's a great guest and look up crap. Yeah, you know what I mean? so fun. I'll be happy to do it with anything you want. Nice to see you. Nice to meet all of you. Thanks to Scuba Steve for working with my team. All right. Bye, Dr. Lori. See ya. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So apparently getting rid of daylight savings time would be bad for us. A study. Oh, crap. This stinks. Hmm. I'm already feeling bad today. A study found, and I quote, it might actually be bad for our health. Waking up when it's dark out isn't good for us. It messes with our sleep patterns. So if we didn't fall back this, you know, yesterday, if we hadn't fallen back, our internal clock would be confused for three full months instead Ooh. of just a few days That's twice a year. That's not true. I, I, don't, I don't agree. I don't sign. If I were running for office, I would put this on my platform. We will kill daylight savings time. Not only that, how come other states that don't have it, Arizona, how come they're so happy all the time? Are they happy? All the time. Really? Every time I go over there, there's smiling faces everywhere I go. And I'm like, why are you guys so happy? They're like, we don't have daylight savings time. Oh, well, there you go. But you you believe in science, right? This is science. But how come people in Arizona are just fine? I don't know. Let's talk to someone there. Oh. I have no idea. I'm miserable today. Speaking of science, did you see the astronauts grew peppers in space? In the space station, they grew peppers. You know what's interesting about that to me? What? Hmm. Nothing. Oh, wow. <laughs> it makes me think of that movie with Matt Damon. Um, oh, I was thinking of with Hillary Swank. 
Oh, no. This is where he actually grows potatoes and he's on Mars. You know what I'm talking about? Martian? I guess I just thought we'd been doing that for a long time. Oh. Already growing things in spaceships. Maybe we have, but I just saw that it was in space news that that happened. Okay, so Bobby, I know you say that movie theaters are on the decline. Like, they're they're not going to happen I anymore. I don't just say that. Go to one. <laughs> yeah, Go true. look in one. Not well, but you were there. very, uh, you had foresight. Like, you said 10 years ago, movie theaters are going to be going down. What I said was we're going to have the opportunity to watch movies in our homes. Therefore, not as many people are going to want to go to theaters. Well, I would say that movie theaters are starting to catch on to what you're saying. And they're even agreeing that they're likely on the decline. So they're having to pivot in how they make money. And AMC, a big time movie theater chain, they have like, amazing popcorn so now they're opening up retail stores and pop-up shops throughout malls to sell their popcorn as a way to make money and probably make up for the fact that people aren't buying it at the theater that's interesting i would buy flavored popcorn in the mall Mm -hmm. not normal but i would buy chocolate or caramel popcorn at the mall yeah, or just regular, like, there's something about movie theater popcorn that, like, is just impossible In to the mimic big at bucket, home. Yeah. That'd be cool. So. You're walking around at <laughs> 21, what, forever, forever 21, 21 with a bunch of butter on your hand. Okay, so Lacey K. Booth, who you mentored on American Idol, she recently did one of those TikTok duets with Tim McGraw. So Tim was up there singing George Strait's You Look So Good in Love, and she did a duet with it, and here it is. You look so good in love. You want him? That's easy to see. You look so so good that it actually got Tim's attention. He saw it and put a fist bump emoji comment under there. Ooh. Dude, let's wow. record that. I thought that's it was so going to be like Tim loved it during the studio. Yeah, that's what oh. I thought too. And there he goes, he emojied her. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Lacey K. Boot's awesome though. She's one of the few that I really was rooting for on American Idol. And I was like, this, you, you got this. You can win this whole show. But we saw her, I saw her a couple weeks ago in Austin. Yeah. She came and performed at our iHeart Country Festival pre-show. Yeah, she's good. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. Florists are back at it. They're all participating in something called Pedal It Forward, and it's the Society of American Florists. So things are going down all over the country where florists are handing out bouquets of flowers, actually two to people, one for them to keep for themselves, and then another one that they get to give away to somebody else. And the only thing you have to do to receive this is smile. Oh, boom. Pedal it forward. I can do that. (laughs) Pedal it forward. Pretty good. It's a good idea. I bet you people are lit up by flowers, too. Like, if someone just goes, hey, here's some flowers. Yeah, I mean, randomly on the street, and Uh it's like, oh, hey, here's two, and then you get to use another bouquet to surprise one of your friends or family. That's cool. Although I would be like, this is suspicious. <laughs> is there a trucker in here? Yes, but nice. <laughs> but very nice. That's a good story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. What's happening, friends? Uh, 50% of Americans say they don't work out because they don't enjoy it. Listen, I work out. I hate it. I hate it. It's the worst. Of everything in my day, every day, it's the worst. It's worse than waking up early in the morning. I'm in a bad mood because daylight savings time. Yeah, yeah everybody knows. <laughs> this has been the general theme. But I saw the story that 50% of Americans don't work out because they don't enjoy it. 
I get so irritated at people who do enjoy it. Mm. Um, it's just unbelievable to me that people can like working out. Maybe it's just that they found something that they actually enjoy. They're not doing it because, like, oh, this, there's this pressure of you have to work out. They found something that they actually like, like rowing or, or walking. There you go. Or, none of that. None of that. No? The only thing I like to do when it involves exercise is competing. If it's playing basketball. But you can't do that. I can't just go and every... <laughs> Compete every day? Tuesday at 3 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. Get tough. in a competition. Mm-mm. I got to play, like, once a week with some friends. I, I just am so anti enjoying working out Mm -hmm. it it is miserable for me and i do it five times a week but it's just something that i decided i have to do and i'm happy the other 23 hours of the day Mm -hmm. i'm happier the other 23 hours of the day than i am sad the one hour that i'm working out therefore net gain big win for me but i hate it and people that go i just love exercising i'm like how i don't you also like mayonnaise you weirdo (laughs) yes i like mayonnaise 43% 43% of people get so bored during their workouts, they'd rather not work out at all. Same. You get me running? I will run for an hour. And I will be like, I cannot believe I've been doing this. And I've been just, I've been going 53 minutes, 56 minutes, 60 minutes. And I will look down at the clock and it says six minutes. Mm. That's how long like it's forever. been. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it feels like it's been an hour. <laughs> it's been six minutes. That's what it feels like to me. You feel good when you're done? Like once you're done, like do you, do you see how it's benefiting you? Like your heart, your mind. I don't see my heart, no. I don't know about my mind, but I think it keeps me sane in that I know that I just, if I don't work out, I will eat and I will become quite large. Oh. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, here you go. To avoid having workout, would you hand wash all your dishes for the rest of your lives? Yes. No. Me too. I no, would. I, I would, would in a heartbeat. Work, I, would, I would work out. I like the way mental health-wise it makes me feel. No, I'd wash dishes. But you still get the same mental health feel. Oh, you do? You, yeah, it's pick one. Instead oh. of working out, you yeah. wash dishes. I Nope, I still will work out. Would you stay with your in-laws for a long weekend every single month? Oof. Yeah. Think about that one for a little <laughs> oh. bit. <laughs> Good. I might have to work out. Would and you, I love my in-laws. Would you cancel Netflix and streaming services for a year in order to not work out and still get the same result. Mm. No. no. I don't think so. I would. That's really? how much I what? hate working out. All the TV yeah. that you watch? De- I'll watch cable. <laughs> I, I said you're it. You're going to come in when you're talking about it. shows. You're like, I haven't seen it. I'm, I'm, I'm back on cable, baby. Wow. Yeah. I hate Did it. Did you guys watch 60 Minutes last night, guys? <laughs> well, sports is on cable. Guys, gun smoke rocked. <laughs> All right, over to Amy with the morning corny. <laughs> The Morning Corny. What kind of vest should you wear in the fall? What kind of vest should you wear in the fall? A harvest. Hmm. Oh, a harvest. Harvest. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was the Morning Corny. What happened to you? Well, I was walking along, kind of in a strip mall area, running an errand, and I was thinking about something. I've been thinking about it for a while, but really hardcore in this moment. It was in my brain. I needed to make a decision. Is it like deep life stuff? Yes. Like, I'm not going to share what it is that I'm thinking about, uh, but I walk, as I walk, there's this guy putting up one of those signs with those little letters, like spelling things out. It's really cute. And he drops a bunch of the letters, and right in front of me is an N and an O. So you're thinking of, let me just create a scenario. Uh, Should you quit this job and take a new career? That's not it, but it's something, a very difficult decision. There you go. Yes. Very deep thing. And then all of a sudden an N and an O are right there in front of my feet. 
And so and, you're thinking, is this God sending me a sign through letters that this guy's dropped in front of me? Yes. Or no. Right, I don't know. Yeah, but yeah. what are the odds? That's pretty crazy, right? Do you believe that this is Don't know. This? Don't know. That's why I'm telling you about it. Okay, if you're asking me, no chance. No chance? Uh, no chance. No oh, chance? I, I wouldn't believe the two random letters that fell from the okay, sky. Okay, but you, you, you do this thing. You tell that one story. Oh, boy, story now she's going to use it against me. Go ahead. That go. we Come all on. tell sometimes where there's like the flood and the guy dies and he gets to heaven and he's like, why didn't you save me? I was praying, da-da-da. And he's like, well... Uh, I sent a rowboat. Yeah, I sent yeah, yeah. somebody else. I sent a helicopter. I mean, this could be one of those things. Well, I rolled two letters right in front of you and you didn't listen. Could that be it? Is it affecting <laughs> your thought process that those letters fell? Yes. Decision making is very difficult for me at the moment. And so I don't know. I guess I'm just looking for anything, but I don't want to just grab on to anything. That's why I thought I would share with you all this crazy. I mean, what are the odds scenario that happened to me? If you guys were making a life decision and two letters fell from the sky and they said no or yes, would you believe that that was a message from God? Are you all blind? This is a clear message from God Thank saying you. no, Amy. Whatever <laughs> you're thinking, you. it's like, hello, I'm telling you, N-O. This is the answer. Yes. Right? No. Really? I think no. There's, we're not going to prove each other right or wrong. But I'm telling you how I would react. I totally believe in signs. Well, Dude, great. this is a huge sign, Amy. Now I'm more confused than Let's I was. Let's just poll the room then. This, we'll just do a whole poll here. Does this mean something? Yes or no? Uh, lunchbox. It doesn't mean anything. It means you're losing your mind. You're going crazy. It's better to flip a coin than to have some random letters on a ground. Yeah. or fall. Yeah, here flip a coin is more well, accurate. No Y'all are saying any letters could have rolled in front of me. S and Q. Exactly. But it wasn't. It was N and an L. Mm-hmm. Clear, clear as day. So it may, it may have been on. Like, it's on. Okay. <laughs> Dang, didn't think about that. <laughs> Me neither. Good point, But actually. which order did they fall in front of you? The in and no, but what if I had been walking the other way? But you weren't. You, you weren't, weren't, though. That's the point. Okay. Morgan, is this a sign from above? I think so. I'm yeah. going oh, to yeah. yeah. oh, Morgan. Okay, two okay. to two. Ray? It was not necessarily no. It could have been a Z. It could have just been numbers. Or, you know, numbers, letters. Who knows what it was? A two? Well, she's saying she saw an in and no. Come Would on. you take that as a sign from above? No, because it didn't fall perfectly as no. There's no way. It was like mixed up, and she's like, what is that? I, I mean, no, it was in and a no there in front of me. Yes. Was it lined up perfectly like it's on the board, like it's supposed to be no? No. But it was in and a no. You're voting no, Ray? It's a joke. What? I think if you're looking for a sign, you will find it. If you don't believe in signs, you will not find the sign. I think our minds want to take us places. We follow that. I think you're looking for a sign. You saw one because you were looking. Yeah, well, that was actually I was just walking along, mm-hmm. and the letters fell in front of me. The sign found her bones. It mm. did. So what are you gonna do? Don't know. Now I don't know because I, what, I, I'm, I'm on a journey. I don't know. Maybe I'll look for more signs. I'll keep you posted. What if the room said no? It's not a sign. Mostly, Mike D. You can vote on this too. That's everybody here. I think it's a sign. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, then I guess I take it. I guess it's a sign. I might pull a few more people in my life. Can I take this to my therapist? Sure. Oh boy. I'll be like, but everybody on my show voted. Have you told Caitlin about it? No, not yet. Oh, Caitlin will agree it's a sign. Oh, for sure. For sure. She will. For sure. I just think, like right now, I could look around the room and find signs for any question. Go ahead, find one. Should I walk out of this room and out of this show right now? Oh, oh, I see. I see it. <laughs> yes. Okay. Now y'all are. Yes. Okay. okay all right. You're making light of. <laughs> no, we're not. I'm no. not making light. I'm just saying. 
I'm just saying that if you're really looking for something, you could find something. I she wasn't looking though, Bones. She was though, because she was but thinking I, about it. Of course, I was thinking about you it. You were but saying, I, "Just give me a sign." Mm, no, I was thinking about the decision. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't looking for a sign. It just happened. I know there are people in their cars right now screaming that they have had similar. Th- I'm sure, sure. people for are sure. like, "I think it's most. A sign. I think most people think, "Hey, I just got a sign, and I should do it." I am not that person. I think that we are we're easily manipulating our own minds. What about my birds? You think birds are your parents? Well, they have passed away. Could be signs from my parents. And I'm not making a joke about that, but you think that your mom is a well, she's a cardinal, cardinal, which I get is people always want to tell me, well, you know, cardinals are red ones are males, and I'm like, yes, I know. We don't. Your mom's a dude bird now. Yes. <laughs> and then my dad. But I had never had a blue jay in my backyard. And I track birds, obviously. Became my hobby about a year ago. I know what birds have been in my backyard. And a blue jay never showed up to my feeder until after my dad died. I'm going to tell you what a sign is. A sign is going with your gut. Okay. You know what going with your gut is? It's not actually your gut. It's the part of your brain yeah. that processes really difficult decisions really quickly. Right. You told us that. And so I'm going to say go with your gut. That's your sign. Your sign is... Okay, one, two, three, this is what I should do. Okay. That, that's your brain mm. telling you what to do based on all of the data that it has, it has, it has taken in mm-hmm. and spit back out. Okay, all right. I'm a big brain guy. Me too. Well, I don't know. You like like those uh, signs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm both. Yeah. Can't you be both? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, let us know what you decide. <laughs> I will. On the phone right now is Kirsty in Illinois. Hey, Kirsty, how are you? Hi, Bobby. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. We're going to play Blank Slate. You're going to match one of these show members, and if you do, you're going to win 100 bucks in cash, okay? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> so let me give an example of the game. If I were to say train blank, train blank, what would you guys say? Train blank. Track. Wreck. Station. Train track. Train station. Wreck. Train wreck. All good answers. Christy, what would you have said? Station. Train station. Hey, hey. See? There you go. So your goal is to match two out of five with any member of the show. So everybody's fair game. Who would you like to play with as your teammate, Christy? Kirsty? Uh, Amy. All right, you guys ready? Okay, yeah, ready. You have to get two out of five. That's it. That's it. Your first word is blank band. Blank band. So if you guys can match mm-hmm. that blank, you get the point. Blank band. Kirsty, go. Boy. Boy band. Ooh, that's good. Oh. That is a good one. I didn't think of boy band. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. Amy? Headband. Oh. oh. I would have said rubber band. Rubber. Oh. That's good. I thought girl headband. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. Shoot. There's, okay. One, there's one X. All right. We need to channel each other. Next up. Mm-hmm. Blank word. Blank word. Ooh. I only have one word coming over. Yeah, me too. That's a good one. One and one only. Blank word. All right, Kirsty, you're up. W- what are you choosing? Pass. Password. Oh, that's good. Interesting. Oh. That one did not come to mind. Me, me neither. Yeah. No. Amy? Bad word. Oh. oh. I, I thought crossword. Oh, oh, I had a bad word too. I had a curse word. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, I'm glad I didn't go with spoken word, but what? <laughs> that popped in my head. Oh, we have to get two out of the next three. I know. Come on, I'm Come on. trying. We have to get two out of the next three. All right, Kirsty, your next one is blank key. 
blank key. <laughs> Come on, I'm trying Amy, to get think this. what Kirsty would put. Well, you don't know Kirsty though, so it's I hard. Know. I would just. I feel like I know her well enough. <laughs> blank key. Okay, let's. Kirsty, what do you one. have? Car. Car key. Oh. Amy? House key. Dang. Why? You guys were close, Why? though. Why? Oh. I had skeleton key. What? Interesting. What is that? Yeah. Guess I would have got no points on that. <laughs> I don't okay. think so. All right, you got to get the next two. We can okay, do this, we Kirsty. Have, we can do it. Let's focus up, okay? Mm-hmm. We were so close on that one. We're getting warmer. Blank bed. Oh. Okay. Blank Bed. Please, just... All right, we need you here, Kirsty. I'm sending it to her brain right now. Blank bed. Oh, she just got it, Amy. I saw it. Kirsty, what do um, you have? Dog. A dog bed. Ooh, I would have gone bunk bed. Oh. What'd you go? I went flower bed. Because, uh, okay. I mean, I, I, mean, plant, I plant things. Yeah. Well, right. what do we do now? Was that it? Well, let's do the fifth one just for fun. <laughs> We'll do it for spits and giggles. <laughs> okay. Right. Kirsty, come on. All right. Toilet blank. We're getting this. You yeah, went fast on that Oh, one, yeah, because huh? this is what she's going to say. Huh, she can't I... She can't say anything else. Toilet. What would I say? Oh, I mean, okay. Yeah. Come on. Kirsty, a toilet blank. Seat. Oh, no. Oh, my God. How did she miss it? That's, that's not a bad one. That's it's what not. I got. It's a great I got toilet one. Seat. I put toilet bowl. Oh, I put what? toilet paper. Yeah, it's toilet paper. paper. That's the only thing there is. Toilet paper. No. Toilet well, we seat. had our first 0 for 5. That's, wow. that, that's a struggle. Wait, but I'm looking here. Bonus round! Bonus! Okay. I love bonus rounds. Kirsty, we have one shot and one shot only. It all comes down to this, okay? Okay. How do you feel so far about you and Amy's performance? <laughs> Not very good. Same. <laughs> hey, but you're having a good time, right? Is she? I don't know. You having a good? You having a good time, Kirsty? Yeah, it's very entertaining. Okay. okay. See. Last one. Come on! And all she has to do is match any of you three jabronis. Oh, let's go! That's right. Bonus Kirstie, round. we got this. Any of you three jabronis, ready? Ready. ready. Hit it. Test blank. Test blank. I don't know. I'm also going to hop in this game, too. Oh, so if she matches with you? Yeah. Cool. Test blank. Okay, got it. Let me know when everybody's in. I'm in. Uh, Test blank. In. Lunchbox, are you in? Yeah, I'm in. Kirsty, what answer do you have? I don't. (laughs) Okay, think about it. No, no, no. Take a deep breath. We need you to have an answer here. Yeah. Take a deep breath. Test blank. Five seconds. Test something. Test Blank. What comes to mind? Oh, All right. On, whoa, She's whoa. Got okay, well, if, okay we'll, we'll, we'll manipulate the rules. Okay. If, okay. if three of us match, she gets the money. Of okay. us four. Okay. Wow. Oh. oh, there's no way. Does anyone have test pilot? No. I don't no. either. Does anyone have test tube? Yeah, you! That would be I me. Do. That would be me, too. Yeah! have? Test strip. Te- what? What? <laughs> what is that? Does what? It's like where you do like a, a test strip. Like a strip? Yeah, it's like a test strip. Like you a test strip. Okay, test strip. all right. Interesting. Test tube! Test tube! Yay! Christy, you won! Christy, we tried so hard for you to win. Wow. Yeah, we... <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you think about test tube? 
I definitely did not think of any of those. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're we, all we, wonderful we, answers. We know. Yeah, we, know we know that. <laughs> oh, well, well, here's the deal I'm going to make right now. I'm going to say it out loud. We can't give people prizes if they don't win anymore. This is the last time we can do this. For last them. time. But we are going to give her $100. Yeah! Courtesy of Op Games. That game is called Blank Slate. It's a board game. Check it out. Get it wherever you get your board games. All right, Kirsty, get yourself 100 bucks. Congratulations. Thanks, guys. Be careful out on the test trip today. <laughs> Whatever that no, is. A test strip. It's like when you have diabetes, you got to check your blood. You put <laughs> it on the strip, yeah. and then you put it in the machine. Oh, I've been yeah. dealing with those because my wife used them while she was pregnant, and okay. so that was in my head. Well, well now we feel one. bad. Also, Ickles would have been great. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Guys, here's a story about a newborn baby that saved her dad's life, okay? So there's a parents having a baby, and they're at the hospital, and the baby's already born, so they're just there waiting. The mom is in the hospital bed. Baby's in the, you know, incubator or whatever. So, and the dad feels like some pain in his shoulder. He collapses. There's nurses there because they're already at the hospital, and they go, oh, my gosh, this looks like he's having a heart attack. So the doctors, sure enough, he had a heart attack. They saved his life. They put a stent in his heart because he had 100% blockage. He had a heart attack right after they had the baby? In the hospital. So, because the baby was born a month early, put him in the right place at the right time. He was already at the hospital, saved his life. Amazing. I wonder if the baby caused a heart attack. Listen, it was going to happen <laughs> well, anyway. Oh, well, yeah, good yeah, point. Yeah, it was going to happen. I wonder if the stress of the stress mm. or the awesomeness or the just, but some stress is good stress. Maybe he was worried financially how he's going to support the baby. Now we're really traveling <laughs> down a place. But... But probably the emotion of it. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe the- at any moment that the baby was born, the heart attack would have come. But either way, thankful. Agree. The, it yeah. could have happened at any point. I'm just saying, I don't think it's a coincidence that he's probably going through a really high high. really, And then he has that blockage kicks in. Sure. But for the rest of his life, you have to tell your daughter, like, I love you. You saved my life. Little stint. Yeah. That's her name. Exactly. Little stint. Little stint. Little, <laughs> little artery. That's a great <laughs> little blockage. <laughs> All right, good story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby's Big Stories. Tragedy in Houston at Travis Scott's Astro World concert. A stampede happened, left eight people dead. And so I watched a lot of these videos because there were so many stories happening around what had actually happened during the show. And so Travis Scott, here's Sicko Mode, one of the songs. Massive festival, like, concert. You see when he's on stage, two guys come up to him, and he's talking. He's like, what? Yeah. Okay, let's keep going. And he continues on with the show after he realized something was off. There was an ambulance in the crowd. But you're talking about, there was just, there were so many people. And so he continues to perform. There was a, you know, a, a push of people. 300 have been injured. Eight people are dead. Crazy. I mean... He continued the show. You know, there were signs of trouble, the news said, before the concert even began. 50,000 people filled the venue. At around 9 p.m., people began surging toward the stage. People started getting crushed. Panic ensued. 11 people went into cardiac arrest, were rushed to the hospital. More than 300 fans went to the field hospital near the venue. Someone working the festival tells TMZ people were hopping on camera platforms begging the concert staff to end the show after the stampede. And there was the stampede, and he did see that in the crowd and continued to go on with the show. And and again, I wanted to watch it just so I would know when I came on here this morning, to the best of my ability, what had happened. I wasn't there, obviously. But he watches, and he's like, all right, we're going to keep going. Put your middle fingers up to show me you're okay. And so everybody's 
Not everybody, but most of the... And then he just continues going with the show. Now, he stopped the show a few times during the set, but never actually stopped the show. And so now it's... He's getting sued. Drake is getting sued. He was there, too. Yeah, he performed with him right before or something. Um, the, I think... The promoters getting st- a lot of people are in trouble at this point as they still try to figure out what was going on. There was another story going around, and this to me isn't why the collapse happened. And I think at for a bit people were trying to make this the main story, but someone was pricking people with something and they, they were passing out. Did you oh. see this? I saw a secure that there was a security guard that possibly got pricked in the neck and passed out. Yes. So, a lot of rumors on social media about this, you know, it's a concert, but it's a festival. Is it a one-night festival? It was supposed to be three days, but it got canceled on Friday. They were after, obviously, this. That's why it didn't make sense to me that we're calling it a festival. Yes. Okay, Mm -hmm. got it. So, here is Houston Police Chief Troy Fenner during a press conference on Saturday talking about the, the prick. We do have a report of a security officer, according to the medical staff that was out and treated him last night that he was reaching over to uh, restrain or grab a citizen, and he felt a prick in his neck. When he was examined, he went unconscious. They administered Narcan. He was revived, and the medical staff did notice a prick that was similar to um, a, a prick that you would get if somebody's trying to inject. That is one part of it. The other thing that's very important, there were some individuals that were trampled, and we want to be respectful of that. But we just ask that y'all give us time to do a proper investigation. I think at first people thought that might have been what triggered the stampede. I don't think people think that now. I think that was just something that was also happening that was crazy, crazy. unfortunate, mm-hmm. stupid. Uh, here's Travis Scott the day after on his Instagram. You know, my fans, my fans, like, my fans really mean the world to me. And I always just really want to leave them with a positive experience. And anytime I can make out, you know, anything that's going on, you know, I, you know, I stop the show and, you know, help them get the help they need. Uh, Travis Scott was arrested in 2017 for inviting fans to rush the stage. Uh, he has a couple instances of him going, let's go. You know, he, he tweeted out once, like, you can't stop everybody from getting in, that kind of stuff. Mm. I remember uh, that. It's so terrible. They, I mean, there's, there's, of the eight, some were just teenage kids. Wild. I was watching clips of other artists' stop shows. That was what was being shared a lot on TikTok, where Dave Grohl, there was a fight, and he stopped the whole show. Adele saw somebody fall down at a show, and she oh. was like, stop the show. And they were just showing the juxtaposition of Travis Scott going, not ah, we're going, versus these other massive shows where people saw something and then stopped the show. But that is, uh, it's a really awful story. A really awful story. And it continues to develop, but I can't imagine that he is able to do anything for a while. No. I mean, no. I just, I don't even know. Yeah, even that he was able to come out with a statement the next day or whatever it was on Instagram. I don't know. I just expected to hear a little bit more from him, but I know nothing about him other than that he's Kylie Jenner's whatever. Yeah. Baby daddy. That is that story. Um, I'll give you something a little lighter. You guys want a little lighter? Yes, Yes, please. please. (laughs) If you're looking for something to make you feel a little squirmy, uh, this guy's on a South African safari trip, and he sits on the toilet, and a snake bites his wiener. No. (laughs) What? The man was forced to wait three hours to be flown to a trauma center 220 miles away. 
The injury was described as envenomation of the genitals. So they removed a bunch of dead tissue. Wow. Oh. They did a graft, a skin graft, oh. and he's going to make a recovery. Okay. But some of his stuff rotted. Oh, hmm. no. He's going to be okay, though. That's good. That's unfortunate. Yeah. An asteroid the size of the Eiffel Tower is moving towards Earth. Uh-oh. Do we have anything good? <laughs> like you said, lighter. <laughs> hey, trust me. These are lighter. <laughs> That's true. Uh, here's another one. Best country in the world. Is? Wait, not yes. America, according oh, to this. No. Oh, what? Where is it? Where do we need to go? Something we've never heard of. No, oh, no. You've uh, heard of Germany. Oh, yeah. yeah. heard of that place. At number one is Germany. Really? Oh. Yeah, they ranked them on poverty... Happiness of citizens, economy mm. over the past 10 years. Like they did all the, in Germany's at number one. Canada's at number two. Japan's at three. Wow. And USA. And Italy at four. Oh, oh my gosh. No. UK at five. France at six. Switzerland at seven. Oh, boy. Guys. Oh, and coming in on the Ocho, the United States. Oh. oh. Number eight. Oh. This may be the worst news we've ever done. <laughs> Let's get out of this. That's where Bobby's big stories. Hope you guys had a good weekend. Had a pretty good weekend. Arkansas won. Oh, yay. Yeah. Huge. Beat Mississippi State. Sat at home. I, I mean, that determines my whole weekend. However, I did tell Caitlin before the game, I said, I'm going to be much more mature about this game. If we happen to lose, I only need one hour. Rather than the whole weekend. The whole weekend. Oh. <laughs> but I promised her. I said, I am not going to act seven if we lose. And she even commented after the game that I wasn't yelling God dang it as many times and punching the couch. <laughs> oh. Even during the game, I'm honestly trying to grow up. Like, there's growth here. It's it's a struggle. I don't get that passionate about many things, but the things I get passionate about, I get extremely passionate about. That's one of them. Um, big one for Arkansas. So that was awesome. Yesterday, Eddie and his wife came over. As fulfilling a bet. Yeah, we had dinner last night. Eddie... Made a bet on the show. He lost, so Eddie came over and cooked. You can see it on my Instagram story at Mr. Bobby Bones. And so Eddie and I got tired last night. We did. We, we And I was ready for Eddie to go, and Eddie was ready to go. We had to, like, cut the party early. Like, both Bobby and I, I've never done that. I've always been like, Bones, come on. Why are you kicking us out? Like, let's keep partying. Nah. It's daylight savings time, and I was feeling it. <sighs> totally. And so we had to go, like, <laughs> let's go, girls. Yeah. Got to go. And so, but they left last night, but we had a good time. <laughs> um, but what happened was Eddie left the fajita meat and the fajitas that he cooked. And so this morning, waking up, and Caitlin doesn't always wake up when I wake up because it's so early. But she was like, hey, do you want me to make those fajitas for lunch for you when you come home? Perfect. And I was like, no, that's not a lunch food. Why? What? Fajitas are dinner food. No. <laughs> yes. And, and, and there are different categories of foods. Now, some of them overlap. And we need to, this conversation needs to reflect that. Because you could have eggs at breakfast. You can even put an egg on a thing for lunch. What? But really not a place for egg at dinner. But <laughs> you could put the egg on a burger or egg on a pizza. People do it. Egg on a pizza? Yes. Oh, so good. But really? that's not normal. That no. When someone says that, that, somebody goes, egg on a pizza? And you go, yeah. And then they're like, oh, you're eclectic. Okay. You know, that's not a normal thing, an egg <laughs> okay. on a pizza. Sorry. <laughs> I just saw it on a menu this weekend. There are certain things that only are in the breakfast category. Mm-hmm. Pancakes. Okay. Waffles. Now, cereal is tricky because sometimes you can have cereal after dinner, but you never have cereal at lunch, do you? Think about that. I mean, I don't know if we can all agree on any of this. No. Oh, trust me. This, <laughs> these these are, are the rules. The rules in your brain. <laughs> and yeah, fajitas weird, are not a breakfast food. They are not a lunch food. Now, a bowl with fajita meat and rice and beans at Chipotle could be a lunch food, but full fajitas are only for dinner. Oh, my. He's right. What if you're at Chipotle and you get a fajita taco? 
Then, then you're crazy. Then you're you're eating going, you should stop going to Chipotle. Okay, it's only if it's a, a bowl. Can you eat the? What about eggs and steak for breakfast? Oh, I've seen people do that. That's okay. Okay, but yeah, so egg and, and fajita fine. meat wouldn't work if you have leftover fajita meat. It's couldn't... like a steak. Huh? It's the same thing. Egg and fajita meat. Well, I'm saying if you have leftover. No, but so is fajita bowl and fajita. But <laughs> one goes at lunch and one goes at dinner. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 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 Yeah. I just don't feel this passionately about food categories. I'm so passionate about food and when I eat too, because I need to have eaten eaten breakfast by 9:30, or I can't have lunch until 12:30 or one. And then if I eat lunch after one, I'm never going to have dinner on time. Oh, mm. wow. So we live a schedule of us trying to hit certain points in the day so we can have the rest of our food at that time. So are, you, what, are you the kind that can't mix their food on the plate too? Like the food can't no, touch I, each other? I, I'm not crazy. <laughs> okay. Got it. That's like psycho killer stuff. <laughs> like if you have to eat one yeah, food and no. before you move on to the next, you have to finish the other one. But there are categories that food fits. And fajitas. And Eddie, thank you for leaving them last night. You're welcome. Eddie, you have them for lunch. Hey, A plus. No. For dinner. Mm, okay. <laughs> we will have them for dinner. Right, so right, what's right. your plan for lunch now? Also, here's the thing about Eddie's fajitas. He's great at making them, but he doesn't put cheese on them. I don't like vegetables. I don't like onions or peppers. So he wants me to just eat meat in a tortilla. And I'm like, dude, I'm from Arkansas. I was told a long time ago that the meat without the veggies is not fajita. I don't like the veggies. I don't like onions or peppers in anything ever. Yeah, then you can't call it a fajita. That's what I heard back in the day. So Eddie, but he brought cheese over to the house last night because he knows I'm a little baby. Hey, I did just for you. Mm-hmm. And so I we did fajita meat, cheese, put a little, little salsa on uh-huh. there. And it was awesome. And then we watched the game, watched the Titans beat up the Rams last night. Yes, it was, we did. It was pretty good. So, but that's that's the situation. I should make a whole chart out so you guys should know when to eat meals if you like. Okay, we'll you do You can that. subscribe. <laughs> okay. I'll do a program like that Way Down program. Oh, oh man. no. Way Down Workshop? Yeah. No, no, no. Have you guys all seen the documentary now? Yes. yes. Seen it. HBO Max? Wild. Crazy. And they're coming out with two more episodes next year. Yes. For those that d- haven't seen it, it's about a woman who back in the 90s created a diet plan that she said, basically, the skinnier you are, the more godlike you are. And people subscribed. They bought it. They went to the class. Amy's mom took it for a while. Yeah. I mean, I whenever I was watching the documentary and I saw the workbook, I had flashbacks of mm. watching my mom with her way down workbook. I texted my sister right away. My sister confirmed it. It's crazy because she she marketed it to other churches across the country. Like 2000 churches ended up, you know, implementing this, quote unquote, Bible study as part of their program. And I could see how my church, it was before she kind of really got crazy and there wasn't the Internet. There wasn't ways you could Google to learn more about people. It was like, oh, this Bible-based meal plan seems great. Basically, it was, <laughs> unless you're really hungry, don't eat. Yeah, pray fast. And pray so the hunger stays away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, she got so big, she then broke off and started her own church. That church is 10 minutes from where I live. And it's more of a cult situation. Oh, I mean, yeah. It seems like an exact cult situation. Yes. And so then they're making this documentary and the people who it's about who run the church, they die in a plane crash. Crazy. While they're making the documentary. Like out in, when the documentary's done, yeah. basically, but they know it's coming. And so now the conspiracy theories are, one, did they even die? Two, did they kill themselves? Three, what's happening with that church? Raymundo drives down to the church and tries to break into right, it. This footage is going to be in the documentary, isn't it? Didn't you allow them? for the- I said they didn't confirm if it's going to be there, so maybe. But they so some bodies from the plane. So it was her new husband was piloting the plane that crashed. They took off from a small private airport near Nashville, crashed into a lake near Na- in Nashville. So some bodies were found, but the wife and the husband, their bodies were not found. Is that correct? 
Because I heard that. All no. the stories that I read didn't particularly identify anybody. Oh. See, but that there are part's different, interesting. But there are way, there, it just depends where you go read it. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe I, we need a coroner's office to confirm because... Do we need that? Well, <laughs> I kind of would because my, in my mind, yes, there is. it leans towards the conspiracy theory that they knew this documentary is coming out. There, she's in all kinds of legal trouble. Like, there's lawsuits, craziness, and it's like, well, what's the easy way out? Let's pilot a plane. Let's crash it. I know how to keep us alive, hopefully. And then we swim out. And, and if her husband's the pilot, because mm-hmm. he was. He was. They don't have to have pilots, like, check them in. No one else has to yeah. lose their life that's not involved. Maybe maybe we don't know who was actually on the plane because it's the, the manifest other, correct. The other people on the plane were also really high-ranking church members, yes. too. I don't know. So it's, it's just so all the conspiracy that's surrounding this church. If someone from the plane crash is listening right now, call in. Oh, can you imagine <laughs> the news? We'd, the, we'd sell that, but it's top dollar. <laughs> wow. Have you driven by the church? I'm scared to. There's a huge billboard. Netflix put a billboard up. Like, <gasps> talk, yeah. No, not Netflix, is, not Netflix. Yeah, not Netflix ne- did. Oh, not Netflix. It's HBO. Yeah. HBO Max did a billboard that says, like, way down. Watch it. <gasps> Stream now. <laughs> right in front of the church. I wonder if members from the church, like, because when you're in it, I get how, like, if you've been... You know, depending on some people that spoke out in the documentary, they're like, hey, look, I was in a desperate time. I kind of went in there. I didn't really know all that was going on. It seemed like well-meaning people. And you can you get brainwashed and you're there. And so I wonder if some people have been members and then they watch the documentary and they're like, oh, shoot, this is the church I go to. I would imagine like a lot of cultish organizations do. If they know something is coming, they can actually get ahead of it, get ahead of it and go, this is what they're going to say about us. And oh, that's and why it's, it's lies. not true. Yeah. I don't know because I'm not in that circle. I'm not a member of that church, but Ray went down, I tried mean. to get into the church, and then a car followed him. Mm-hmm. You said chase to you, but I don't know that you were going fast enough for a chase. <laughs> they circled me, and I pulled off to the side of the road, and that's when I started filming, and then they just went past me. Were you scared at any time for your life? I was definitely weirded out whenever Alexis is just flying around you, and it's on a Monday, and church isn't in session. Why is that car there? I thought they meet on the weekends. People work. It's a solid documentary, though. Mm-hmm. It's one of those two that you feel guilty for enjoying so much. Oh, yeah, because people's lives have been ruined. You have to disassociate the the human part of it from entertainment. It's like watching a Ted Bundy documentary. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Where you're going, I'm really entertained by this because it's so crazy. But you, then you go, people's lives, have, they, people have lost their lives because of this psycho. Yeah. That you start to watch and go, like- I'm entertained by this person. Yeah, and one of the most one of the parts that just really got me was uh, two parents that were a part of the documentary whose daughter was kind of lured in by the church because of a boy she liked, and then the they, the church got her her own private cell phone, like a burner situation, so they could communicate with her without her parents getting in the way, and that's the part that really fired me up. Me too. That like made if, me sad. I know. I'm like, no, 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 no. You guys can can watch it on HBO. It's called The Way Down, W-A-Y. I believe her series was called The Way Down, W-E-I-G-H, yes. yeah, right? Like so it's a play. Yeah. Um, so you can watch that. We did not watch Yellowstone Live last night. Me neither. Did anyone watch Yellowstone Live last night? <laughs> Nobody we did? We have to stay uh, up no. too late. All of our body clocks <laughs> yes. were too tired. Well, the wives were partying at our house. Uh-huh. But Caitlin just texted me and said, hey, two-hour Yellowstone we're going to watch tonight. Pretty excited to With see. With your fajitas. Yeah. For dinner. Fajitas and Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, we can do food hot takes, though, in the next segment, because they're on the phone naturally. I didn't oh, ask yes. for them. But Kelly in South Carolina is on. Hey, Kelly, I'm going to let you go first. 
What's your hot take on food? Something you're going to say that's a big opinion that people probably aren't going to agree with. Go ahead. Yep. Morning, studio. Morning. I cannot stand bacon on anything. I love the smell of it and, like, waking up to it in the morning, but it just tastes like burnt crisps of nothing to me, and I can't stand it. <laughs> it's weird that you like the smell, but you don't, don't like, like to taste. eat it. Hang up on her bones. Oh, yeah. It, Disconnect. This is a terrible hot can, day. Bobby, can you only have bacon in the morning? No. Well, wait, wait. <laughs> you can only have bacon in the morning unless it is on top <laughs> or part of a lunch or dinner meat. Interesting. Like, like a, a bacon cheeseburger, right. You're not just going to oh. eat bacon by itself for lunch or dinner. But if bacon is complementary to the main protein, mm-hmm. have at it, kids. Have you ever been wild and had breakfast for dinner? Yes, but, but that, that, again, those are... Like outlier type situations. Okay. You feel like you're doing something wrong when you do that. Yeah. Like, Ooh, so it's more sneaky. enjoyable. Going to Waffle House for dinner. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like you feel like you're breaking the rules. Mm-hmm. I don't make the rules. Actually, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Food hot takes. We got a lot of them here. Let's talk to uh, Jen in Wisconsin who wants to say something first. Jen, you're on the Bobby Bone Show. What's going on? Hi. Want to say hi, studio? What's happening? Nothing. I just had a comment. What happens if you have leftovers for dinner and then your husband or your wife takes them the next day for lunch? Yeah, leftovers are okay if you're saving money. See, here's the thing, too. If you're saving money by eating a different meal, then that's okay. I'm making this up as I go. I have no idea. Uh, Yeah, hey, thank you for that. However, you know, if I'm eating lunch at work, I'm not going to want to take a full turkey dinner. I like a sandwich. To me, there are lunch foods. There are compartments. I have oh breakfast compartment, lunch compartment, dinner compartment. Some Complicated. Of the, some of the categories cross over. So you're so, not very, like, don't. breezy. And you've known me for 20 years. <laughs> How breezy am I? I know, but I? even with, like, food and Caitlin having to meal plan oh, because no. she's the cook of the family. Like, she's really good at cooking. And so you're. it's probably very stressful for her. <laughs> she knows I hate onions. And she knows that most things are cooked with onions. For flavor, yeah. Therefore, she has to cook. And cut the onions so fine that I don't know, yet they are still. Mm. (laughs) So think of that fine line. She has to cut the, if there's a single crunch, I don't like it. And she's like, you don't even taste it. But I'm like, onion crunch, I do not like this food. (laughs) And so she cuts them so fine that I'm not able to taste them. Mm -hmm. We went, we went to a Mexican place. There's two Mexican places near our house. One of them is the new fancy chain Mexican place. Another one is a Mexican place that a family owns it's a little more rundown. We choose to go to the family one because we have seen the new one come in and take most of the business. Mm. So we go to the family one. And I get my chips and queso. Mm, that's my favorite thing. But I sometimes I eat too many chips. So I have to make a deal with myself how many chips I can have before the meal comes because I'll be too full. Of course. And I ordered a burrito. Ordered two crunchy tacos, one burrito. No onions, no peppers. There were peppers in the burrito. Run my night. Oh. I didn't say anything back. I didn't send it back. I ate around it. Run my night. Wasn't the same. Ruined your Run my night. night. I was looking forward to that burrito all day long. And I like queso on the burrito. So therefore, I was just eating tortilla with queso on it. But sometimes there's like peppers in queso. Does that ruin things? That's okay. Let's go over and talk to Charles in Nashville. Charles, you're on the Bobby Bone Show. What's happening? Good morning. Morning. So speaking of chips, um, I think the Frito-Lay company needs to leave all our potato chips alone. Um, you know, I, I've seen bacon and mashed potato flavor, dill pickle, 
And I think now they're talking about coming out with macaroni and cheese flavor just like they did with the ice cream. They just need to leave it alone. Well, no, that sounds amazing. Your hot take is they should leave chips alone and leave them generic? Well, not generic, but like more so like, like the, the the regular flavors like, you know, barbecue, sour cream, onion, Oof. sour cream, and cheddar. Just all these different kinds of like dill pickle and bacon and mashed potatoes and these you know, the ones that Americans came up with, you know, a long time ago in the contest, they just need to leave those potato chips alone. Mm. Leave them alone. Okay. Turkey and gravy, I've seen that one. Oh, yeah, they're think, usually pretty good, though. Yeah, no, I'm here for them. Mac yeah, and me cheese too. chips. But we're supposed to disagree with hot takes. Uh, yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. He's just, I mean. Like, my hot take is the dumbest thing I ever heard. And I hear a lot of stuff. For sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying it and I hear it. <laughs> uh, what are you saying, Amy? Well, we knew someone that, whose niece or something won the... The chip challenge. Yeah, which she one got like a do? million dollars. I think like it was Toby Keith's manager's niece. Biscuits that's and right. gravy yeah, that's or right. chicken fried steak. And that was really good. Actually, something. Tracy in Tampa, Florida. You're on the Bobby Bone Show. Tracy, what's going on? Hello, happy Monday. Good morning, studio. Morning. Okay, I've got two, but the first one. So, have you never had cold pizza for breakfast? I have, but that's about the only way you can pull off pizza. You can't heat up pizza for breakfast. Really? You can have cold pizza for breakfast. Watch me. I don't like having pizza for breakfast, but I've done it before. But cold pizza for breakfast only, no hot pizza for breakfast. Yes. (laughs) I can agree with that. And then the other... The other one, I think it's a southern thing. It's the waffles with the chicken on top. You know, oh, that's dinner. I, and that no, no, that's breakfast. What? It works because you put syrup. You put syrup on it. Once syrup is added to anything, breakfast, breakfast. only. Wow, you can't do that at dinner. Yeah. Oh, I as soon as it's a dab, a syrup goes on. Breakfast only. Oh, okay. See, I I don't want fried chicken for breakfast. As soon as you go drop onto any food, it's like the towel after you shower. Once it touches my butt. The towel's oh, dead. Really? Like the, the we don't. Why is that the analogy? We're talking about food, and now we're talking but about I'm your butt. But I'm talking about when but something, it's clear is, as day, when, when I get something that. is deemed this is okay. this is concrete. Yep. Okay. When you dab some syrup on something, breakfast only. When I dry my butt, towel's done. Towel's dead. Mm-hmm. Okay. Done. No, that towel does not come back. Great analogy. Neither does the breakfast. I it's would not- beg to differ. <laughs> <laughs> hey Tracy, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Enjoy your fajitas tonight. Nah. Yeah. Okay. For dinner. For dinner. That's yeah. right. Uh, let me take Jessica in Wichita, Kansas. Jessica, you're on the Bobby Bone Show. What's going on? Hi, studio. What's happening? Hi. Uh, I think ranch is the absolutely most disgusting thing. The smell of it. The taste of it. I worked at a pizza place for 12 years, and I still can't even touch it. Uh, oh, ranch. I love ranch. Oh, ranch. ranch. oh, yeah, she's right. Especially on pizza. I'm okay with ranch. Right. I, yeah. It was an adult thing for me. As a kid, I hated it. But I hate mayonnaise so much that it was like mayonnaise's cousin. Because of the color? Mm-hmm. And so since it was related I, and I didn't like his cousin, I hated it. But they're not related. Mm-hmm. Okay. But now I can do ranch a little bit. Um, what's interesting about my wife is that she does not eat condiments at all, never has her whole life. Won't. Won't touch mustard, won't touch ketchup. Nothing. No condiments. Never so had. Never had one. Won't touch the bottle if I leave it out because she's like, I'm so disgusted by it. So there's your hot take there. No ketchup on French fries. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Jessica. Appreciate that. Hope you have a great day. Thank you. Thank Uh, you. You as well. Bye bye. Uh, Brenda in Hot Springs. I'm going to put you on here as the last caller real quick. Hey, Brenda. Good morning, studio. Morning. I can't believe Abby put me through. I was not expecting this. Well, welcome to the party, baby. (laughs) Well, thank you. Y'all are so awesome. I listen to y'all every morning until I have to go into work. Well, thank you. What can I do for you this morning? Well, I was listening to the segment, and 
hoping that y'all would hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. You kept going to commercial and you kept playing another song. And I'm like, ah, yeah. I wanted to find out what happened with the Beanie Babies and how much money you got. Oh, what a segment. You got to go listen on the podcast because if you go and listen to today's podcast, you will hear Dr. Lori, PhD in appraisals. Come on the show. Ray sold me two bags of Beanie Babies for one hundred dollars. Two I've been huge gi- bags. I've been giving away to listeners <laughs> like candy. Like I got a white van and I got a bunch of candy. That's oh. what, that's what I've been giving them out. Like, oh, that's not good. <laughs> your your not analogies good. today. No, that's good. I don't know. No, and so she came good. on. I'm going to tell you this because I don't want to spoil the whole thing. Ugh. One of the Beanie Babies was worth five hundred dollars. <laughs> Just one of them. Yeah, like you definitely Unreal. made your money back and then some. It was unbelievable, Brenda. So I hope you go listen to the podcast. One of my favorite segments in ages on the show. I will most definitely go listen to it. All right. I love y'all. Listen to y'all every morning until I have to go into work. Thank so. you very much. Well, we appreciate that. And thank you for taking the time to call because I know it's got to be kind of weird calling a radio show. <laughs> It must definitely, it must definitely. Well, tell Abby thank you for putting me through. I didn't expect it. You got it. I will, I will express that to her right now. All right, bye, All right. studio. Bye. bye. All right, that's wow, fun. we've never done that. Abby, she bye. said thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. There you go. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Florida. There's an 18-year-old kid that's really popular on TikTok, and he wanted to get more followers, so he took his Dodge Charger. And went running through red lights, burnouts, 100-mile-an-hour chase with police just to get more followers. And didn't they pull him over and say, hey, man, what was going on? He was like, well, I can do whatever I want. Yeah, he's like, I'm 18. I'm famous. I make $450,000 a year. I can do what I want. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) What? So not only is he a dumb kid and a bonehead, he really could have hurt somebody else. Like When you're running red lights, you don't know what's about to happen, who you're about to hit. But when they pulled him over, the cops like, yo, 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 yo. He's like, oh, I'm famous. Oh, that is, oh, how distorted. Oh, that's scary. I'm TikTok famous. Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was telling the truth. Kids these days. He is TikTok famous. <laughs> he is TikTok famous. <laughs> I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Let's do the good news countdown. It's the good news countdown. Counting down the biggest good news stories across the land. All right, we got three of them. Let's go. Number three. Nine-month-old twins had been born conjoined at the hip. They were just discharged from a hospital last week after surgery. This operation was seven months in the planning. The parents praised the medical staff, and the father says he is relieved that his babies are no longer in pain in their apartment. Oh, amazing. But they were together for seven months. Number two. Here's a clip of a mom overwhelmed with emotion when she finds out her son passed the bar exam. He I thought you were getting stabbed at first. Yeah. I'd be like, Mom, are you that surprised? Number one. There's a 93-year-old grandmother named Maria who just graduated with a degree in administration. She's the mother of seven, a grandmother of 14, a great-grandmother to nine, and a great-great-grandmother to one. Wow. She just got her degree. She said, I was so happy, I thought I would faint. Thank God she didn't, because we'd all been scared. (laughs) That was the Good News Countdown. As we wrap it up for the day, thank you very much for listening to the show. We'll see you tomorrow right here on The Bobby Bone Show. The Bobby Bone Bone Show.